Canceled, and we have nothing to talk about. Uh, I'm Anthony Broom, team site producer, managing editor, and in case you guys missed it, uh, coronavirus kind of took a turn, a quicker turn than any of us expected it to. Um, no Big Ten tournament. The teams warmed up. We'll, we'll talk about that in a second. Michigan and Rutgers were set to play in front of no fans on Thursday. That didn't happen. About 15 minutes before tip-off, Big Ten tournament canceled. NCAA tournament canceled. All major sports suspended for the foreseeable future. We are kind of, for the first time in in most of our lives, without sports for a while. And that is... I don't know how to feel about that. Uh, But we we press forward. We'll we'll see what you can do. I mean, PSA, wash your hands, stay home if you're sick, listen to your health officials, all that stuff. I'm not a doctor. I'm not going to get into that. I was originally set to go to the Big Ten tournament this week in Indy. Uh, It was kind of up in the air going into it because of some other factors, but as of, I think it was Monday or Tuesday, uh, Vox Media, SB Nation informed me that they were cutting off non-essential travel to me and to them. This fell in that category, so I was not down there on Wednesday or Thursday when any of this taken place. So I decided to bring in someone who was, and someone who, as of this recording, we're sitting here just after 11 o'clock on Thursday night, still is in Indianapolis, friend of the site, friend of the show. Um, hey, well, I don't have anything other special, you know, uh, however other ways I could introduce, I don't know. I'm, I'm My brain is so fried, but uh, Ashley Bastock from the Toledo Blade is here from a hotel room in Indianapolis while eating a frozen pizza, Ashley. What the hell is going on? Okay, first of all, let's set the record straight. It was not a frozen pizza. It was a room service personal pizza. Oh, so, wow. not frozen. I need to set the record straight right off the bat. And Sorry, that's, that's on me because... for assuming. That's a, that's a hotel move I've made before. Right. We are, we are living our best life as well as we can be, given the circumstances from today. So, um, yeah, this is... A bit unexpected, uh, to say the least. I cannot say that, you know, Wednesday when I was packing up and driving, making that three-and-a-half-hour drive to Indy, that I thought that this was going to be how it all went. And I'm kind of shocked with how quickly things kind of snowballed after the NBA's decision last night, really. Yeah, I mean, that was Rudy Gobert was kind of patient zero and in a lot of ways kind of, sparked where we're at tonight. I think we were kind of headed that direction anyways. Um, it's crazy how quickly all of this has moved. I mean, as of, you know, yesterday morning, Wednesday morning, uh, at, you know, we're recording this on Thursday night, we thought the weirdest thing of this whole weekend was going to be that the Big Ten was kind of just going to do their thing and play as scheduled with fans, all of that. Within a couple hours, it was no fans. Fast forward to today. I mean, I know you were. Did you get into Indy on Wednesday or thir- or this morning? I got into Indy on Wednesday. So as I'll to paint the picture, I left Toledo when the first press release came out from the Big Ten on Wednesday that said everything is going on as scheduled. You know, said fans were still going to be allowed in. All that 
stuff. And then as I was making that drive was when the slow trickle started to happen. Um, when things I know in Cleveland started to take a turn for the Mac tournament. Um, and then it became kind of obvious that they were headed more broadly in that direction of not having, you know, anyone beyond essential personnel at these postseason games. And then the NCAA makes their announcement that in the men's and women's March Madness, there will be no fans. And then after that was when the Big Ten shoe finally dropped. So I knew as I'm driving, all of this is transpiring. And truthfully, for most of it, because I'm getting calls and everything else, like, I don't even really remember the drive because I'm like, how are they going to do this? How is this going to, you know, go off without a hitch now? Um, just I was in shock with how quickly everything happened. And it took one domino and then, you know, I get here and the dominoes keep falling uh, with the NBA stuff and with Rudy Gobert and Fred Hoiberg. And it was just one thing after the other over the course of, you know, about 40 minutes, especially there at the end of the night when those two things happened. And then the Tom Hanks news also happened. And over there, it felt like we, we really turned a corner at that point. And I mean, I told multiple people on Wednesday night, I would be, more surprised if I woke up tomorrow and there is still a Big Ten tournament than if I wake up and there's not. So um, it, it all just happened so quickly. It was a blur the last 24 hours to 36 hours feel like a total blur. Um, and I think it, it snowballed for all of us, too. I don't think anyone really expected things to go down this quickly with how, you know, just totally total the cancellations and postponements were in the sports world at large not just in college sports yeah and it's one of those things too where you feel bad like obviously you were pretty fortunate where okay you were able to get into indianapolis on wednesday night settle in a little bit while this kind of chaotic stuff is going on but you know there were media peers of ours uh, josh henschke friend of the show also a guy who stands out as someone who left left on thursday morning Got there, and then all of this went down, and you you drive and you travel all the way back. Uh, I'm wondering, you know, obviously, like, what is so you wake up this you wake up on Thursday morning. There's not a cancellation made yet, which was pretty surprising to me, given the way things had kind of snowballed. I know there, I'm pretty sure, and you can correct me if I'm wrong here. There were teams that hadn't even left for Indy yet. Um, I believe Michigan State was one of them was really surprising that uh, there was even still basketball set to be played at up to 15 minutes before tip-off. So can you kind of take me through the timeline of how this morning went in terms of you arriving at uh, the, the venue and then sort of the pregame atmosphere, both teams warmed up and, and everything from there? So it's funny in situations like these, the things that you are – anxious or mad about and how quickly they can change and seem so minuscule. So a bunch of us beforehand were all very much annoyed at the seating situation because that was, it was, everything was still a mess from the night before and no one could find their seats. And some people were in bad overflow seating up in the 200 section of Bankers Life Fieldhouse. And then it becomes, well, why, why do we have to be there if no fans are here? So that was the main focus of our conversation. And, um, you know, players were warming up. I think I got out to the court about an hour beforehand, and I'm like, I can't believe we're doing this. Like, players are here, officials are here. Like, 
the weirdest thing. And I talking with Josh Henschke, you know, I was like, this feels like an open practice almost. It feels like you're in the NCAA tournament when they open up the practice to the media. We get to see the beginning. Like, that's what it genuinely felt like. And they're warming up. And I think the last number I remember seeing on the clock was 18 minutes and 45 seconds. They're going through their layup lines. All of a sudden, Michigan sprints up one tunnel. Rutgers sprints up another stadium tunnel. And then the referees leave, and the music stops. And then it's like, uh-oh. Like, these teams never leave the court that soon. Like, typically, I know a lot of people, or a lot of teams, rather, will take breaks. They typically come back out around 30, 20 minutes. Like, that's a long period of time they get to warm up, and there's only a certain portion of it that is actually structured with things like layup lines and all that stuff. So once that happened, it couldn't have been more than 30 seconds later when the Big Ten sends out an email and says this whole thing is just canceled. So then we all were told to basically immediately leave the court. We didn't really have much time. Um, We all packed up our stuff. We all went into the workroom, which was in the Pacers practice court. Um, And then about maybe a half an hour or so, Uh, After that, Kevin Warren gave his press conference and kind of explained the reasoning, um, what the decision-making process was like. Uh, Later, uh, MGO Blue posted, you know, a video statement from Ward Manual where he described that process even further after Kevin Warren was done talking. Um, And really, you know, it was the thing that really struck out, stuck out to me was, Kevin Warren basically just saying like if if this is an overreaction I am fine with that but you know we don't want the opposite of that they don't want to uh, not be taking this seriously when they should and I think it was the the Big Ten the AAC and the SEC all pretty much announced that once so when that happened it's like that it it happened very quickly not following it right live so Right. And it was, it was, it was like all these conference tournaments are going down at that point. Like I, I was like, there's no way I know a few people were remarking. Like, I think the big East was one of the last like holdouts and we're all like, Oh, well, when are they going to cancel? Yeah. Like, did they not get no. the memo? Ashley, like, they, they started playing a game after all of this was right. going on. They played a half a basketball. Right. So all of that is happening. Um, you know, we, we did not have a lot of time in the field house at all. So then it becomes a scramble. Okay, where am I going to work? Because, like, a ton of news is happening right now. Um, found a place to work, right? You know, your, your typical finish, my typical Big Ten tournaments canceled story. Here is the reasoning. Here's what Kevin Warren said. Uh, they won't be crowning a champion like some of these other conferences did that they just gave their tournament championship to the regular season champions and the Big Ten's like, we're not going to do that. We have three teams with the same record. That would be insane. Um, So, you know, I'm kind of sifting through all that, get the first thing done, trying to find a more Michigan-type angle. You know, we're waiting on things like statements to hear back if we're going to be able to talk to anyone um, kind of piecing things together. And then a few hours later, you know, it just, it becomes, I don't even remember which happened first at this point. I think it was that the NCAA announced that there would be no postseason tournaments for men's and women's basketball. And then for any 
um, of the other winter or spring sports that are left for this academic year. Uh, then the Big Ten said, well, we are canceling all conference and non-conference competitions. And then, you know, it became clear that it, that that also means there are no practices, which Michigan came out and said that too. So now it becomes the whole thing of it affects not just these basketball players and not just our winter sports athletes. It affects spring football. It affects everything possible. And it, it was just stunning how quickly – you know, you're trying to keep up with all this stuff and you're trying to read as much as you can and keep everything straight and keep timelines straight of when, what happened first, when things went down, how far apart things were. Um, and then something like that just happens. And it was, like I said, I keep using this analogy, but it, it, it took one domino and all of this came tumbling down, I think, quicker than anyone had ever imagined. And I mean, it's just stunning to realize like March Madness, the NCAA tournament, was a thing during the Second World War, and it's not going to be a thing this year. And I mean, it's just it's just stunning. Yeah, I mean, we've in outside of World War II. I mean, even some like unless your grandparents were alive during, you know, Depression era, we've never seen anything like this. Um, it's it's kind of scary. I mean, again, I would I would caution people to not freak out. I don't think that we need to be going to stores and buying up all the toilet paper and all the bottled water. And um, you look at, I'll put it this way, I'm glad I went on Wednesday night. The second I saw Fred Hoiberg sweating and putting his his head in his arms uh, on the bench Wednesday night on TV, I'm like, I'm going to go to Kroger now. I'm going to go take care of this now. Um, But yeah, it doesn't doesn't need to be that chaotic. Everyone just needs to stay calm. Um, You know, listen to your health officials, all that stuff. Um, I was stalling here because I was trying to pull up the timeline of how everything went down today. So it was... (laughs) (laughs) um, So I talked about Wednesday. The Big Ten released a statement saying we're going to go on as planned. Um, They played two games last night in front of fans. Then they announced later on that they would play the rest of the tournament without fans. Uh, About at 11.44 a.m. today... Thank God for pre-writes. I posted that the tournament was canceled because of what was going on. And then Juwan Howard released a statement on it. Michigan football earlier in the day had sent out a memo that said that Pro Day set for Friday, which is not happening anymore, was going to be closed to media. They would later cancel that. Um, And then right around the same time, whatever it was, it must have been about, uh, it was about 4.30 today, March Madness and Big Ten those two announcements kind of came in all at once. March Madness, done. Big Ten, I mean, we're talking, I mean, winter and spring sports, done. Baseball, softball. Michigan baseball is coming off of being one game away from winning a national title last year. Had a lot of guys coming back for this team this year. They played 15 games. Their season's over. Those seasons are done. College World Series, all that that goes into June, everything is done right now. It's... um. And I guess this is where I'm kind of glad to have a uh, another person in the industry with me tonight is I don't even know if, if you guys as an outlet have had this conversation yet. Our outlet hasn't really, you know, we've kind of just been waiting for things to die down. Where do we even go from here? Has anything like that been discussed yet? You know, I don't, I don't know. And it's, it's just so unprecedented and so scary for me as somebody who just wants to, 
you know, come in every day or in my case, go to Ann Arbor every day and just do my job no matter what sport it is that I'm covering. And to not be able to do that is going to be tough. And I mean, this is only my first year covering Michigan. So the people who have been doing this longer, like, I can't imagine how everyone feels and how weird it's going to be for people who have been on a beat for so long. But I know, you know, in the very basic like conversations I've had with my, you know, boss, and I'm I'm like, you know, I, I know I understand that we're gonna need follow ups and stuff on this, but like I cannot wrap my head around it yet. Like I just need to get through today and I need to get through this one story at a time and that's just the level that I'm at right now because it's so different when you're on the front lines like doing this kind of stuff um, as opposed to being somebody who is in charge of things as a whole who has to kind of be thinking two steps ahead so you know I think I'm lucky to have somebody who's understanding as far as you know somebody who's my boss who is understanding and gets that and gets how my brain kind of works in that way Um, but I think you know this is going to be the story for a very long time. I mean, this is going to be something that we are talking about at Big Ten Media Days, which is probably going to be the next time we get any football players um, as far as availabilities go, since they're not even practicing right now. Um, This is going to be the main story going into next basketball season, because this is just the most stunning way for Jawan Howard's first season and for the careers of John Teske and Xavier Simpson, presumably to end, um, I mean, it's just, it's all around. This is going to be the story for the next over calendar year because it's also the story in all the spring sports that, you know, don't even get close to their championship this season. And so, I mean, it it just is going to consume so much, I think. And the problem is going to be how many people we can talk to and how many different ways we can write this uh, as reporters or talk about it on TV or radio, whatever you know, media you use to report. Um, I think that's going to be the challenge over the next few months where things are really up in the air and things are, you know, we, we don't know when they're going to say when sports are back, when each individual sport is going to come back or when each individual sport or school is going to start, you know, slowly, incrementally increasing what these teams are doing. So, um, I mean, I just keep going back to I feel so, so awful for every senior. Um, and, I mean, I I grew up playing sports. I played sports in college. I played basketball in college. Um, my career ended before my senior year because of an injury. Like, I didn't know it was going to happen. Um, so I really feel for all these people who, in a lot of cases, in Michigan's case, you know, last, last week was the last time or on Sunday was the last time that, those two seniors are going to play unless there's some kind of crazy rule change and they both decide we want to come back that that's less college game they're going to play and yeah. it's, yeah, it's not just those two it's, it's important it's to note too it's important to note too that the the NCAA tournament wasn't postponed it, it's canceled it's not happening they're they're done we are done with it, it's done um i don't know i think it would be kind of a cool gesture gesture if they still did Selection Sunday, uh, because I mean, there I know there are coaches out there that, and heck, maybe the schools will pay them out anyways. But there's there are coaches out there where it's in their contract. You get X amount of bonus, and I know people nobody's weeping for college coaches losing money, but um, you know, for some of those smaller schools, if you're kind of a, a kind of a Cinderella story and you're getting into the tournament, uh, like a school like Rutgers and Steve Peichel, um, you know, that's a decent chunk of change in your contract, and that's again. 
I'm not weeping for wealthy people losing out on money. We have a lot bigger problems right now, but um, there's that, and then it becomes an issue. I mean, I would assume not to get into another conversation and be too speculatory. I think if you played a winter sport, I think, and you're a senior, your, your college career is probably over. I don't know what they're going to do about, um, you know, Michigan baseball has a couple guys, Jeff Criswell, a pitcher, Jordan Wogu, an outfielder, they're juniors, but those are guys that were expected to come out and for the MLB draft this year. And, you know, scouts have no, like, it's just scouts have no access to those games. We don't know what's going to happen with these sports and how the calendars will be pushed back uh, from a pro level. So there are just so many fascinating layers to this. And I want to reiterate too, like if you do your part and just kind of listen and cause this is, it's not about sports. Like this is a, a public safety thing. Now a health thing. If you just listen to what's going on, be mindful, it, listen to your body, take the advice of professionals. Like this is going to pass. And sports will be back. This is not Mad Max. This is not, you know, a, a Thunderdome or post-apocalyptic scenario. People will treat it like that, but it's not that. Sports will be back. But it's, you know, in a year that's already seen, you know, a couple pretty prominent uh, celebrities be taken from us, um, but way too soon. I mean, Super Bowl week, February, that's the biggest story of the year to that point, and it was overshadowed by Kobe Bryant, and that that was a story that you know we're still kind of feeling the effects from. And now there's this, which is it's like, what would be the only type of story that would be able to supersede what that was for a couple weeks? It's this, which is looks like something we're going to deal with for next month and a month and a half or so. But um, well, I, I mean, I have nothing else to say here. I mean, I, I Ashley, I appreciate your time. Please, please, please. Track, get home safely. Um, a lot of times, uh, we're journalists. We know how to self-quarantine. We're both kind of doing it right now uh, in different locations. But, um, yeah, do you have any final thoughts before we close it out? Nothing beyond just how shocking this all is. Like, I mean, I truly just can't say it enough. Even as somebody who woke up this morning and was like, I really don't think there's going to be basketball games today. I I really don't think like after seeing that video of Fred Hoiberg last night, I'm like, I don't, I don't care that he doesn't have it. Like, cause by that point, I think I woke up sometime around like three 30 in the morning. And I think at that point it already came out like, Oh, he doesn't have the coronavirus. Um, I was like, I, I just don't see them happening. I think those images were like too much. I think everyone is going to be like, what are we doing here? This is also minuscule compared to a public health crisis, a pandemic. Um, and it, it took more than that. And, you know, Kevin Warren did say that those images definitely were a factor in his decision making. They weren't the only factor, um, which I also think is worth noting. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm just truly stunned. I truly don't think it's set in for me as somebody who covers this stuff on a day to day basis. And I don't know when it will set in. So, yeah, I mean, it just is, again, I just feel bad for all the people who are affected by this, whether it's the seniors who won't get to play again, whether it's arena workers who are out of work for a few uh, days, whether it's anybody who has, you know, has or will contract this disease since it is a pandemic. That's, you know, it, it just all around is just awful. So 
hopefully things can get back to normal as soon as possible and sports can kind of be that beacon once again in things that you know when things aren't going so well for us in society at large like right now so i think that's going to be the toughest part that there's not that thing to kind of turn to and distract us in a lot of ways because i think a lot that's how a lot of people use sports and that's how i use sports a lot of the time so um that's going to be one of the toughest parts yeah uh and i'm not going to compare it to any other past historical events but i'll just say this when sports is back across the board the pop for that is going to be something unlike we've ever seen in the best of ways i mean i I can't wait it's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun, but for now, um, like I said, everyone take care of yourselves. Um, that's going to do it for us. Ashley, appreciate your time. Um, like I said, we'll, we'll do it again soon. I don't know about what. I don't know if we'll have sports to talk about or we might be. We can talk about movies. Move, hey, I've got all. You know this. I have a whole shoebox full of screeners and probably 100 more movies here. So I'm always down to do that. So, um, Ashley, thank you for your time. Everyone, thank you for listening. As always, you can find us on Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, Megaphone, wherever you get your shows. The site will press on. Content will press on. It might be a lot of listicles. It could be some BuzzFeedy looking stuff, but um, and we'll still have podcasts, so we'll keep you entertained. Uh, looks like a lot of you are going to be stuck at home with your your kids for the next couple weeks, so we will make sure to be as much of a levity or whatever you want to call it uh, as we can. So thanks for listening. Stay safe and we'll talk to you soon.